Hi, I'm Rich from Trafficking TV. And I'm Sandy. And welcome to the Scuttlebutt podcast. We uh, uh, tripped me up there a little bit. We haven't really done one of these for quite a while. So <laughs> It seems like we did it yesterday, but when you look at the calendar, it's been a while since you and yeah. I did it together. And it's just, I got visual aids for later. And the time, <laughs> the time has slipped by. Here we are, the end of February and... You know, it seems like yesterday it was Christmas, so... Oh, my goodness, yeah. yeah. It, it, it has been busy. It's, um, it was a very, very warm uh, winter. Well, January was warm. Yeah. Let's not say it was a warm winter. Okay, no, February February was like 90 days long by itself, and, and 89 of them were 40 below. Wow. Uh, or windy. And or windy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Um, well, I mean, it's just winter in the north, so you have to be prepared at whatever Mother Nature wants to throw at you. But January was a really mild month, and uh, so much so that we we had a lot of melting going on. We, we, we had to readjust snares because of melting, and we had all kinds of things happening out there. Yeah, yeah, my coyote baits went just absolutely dead because it yeah. was so warm. What do they need? To, they're out there mousing, you know. Yeah. They don't need to come to my baits whatsoever. No, we saw a lot of that, didn't we? Yeah, it, it makes it makes it tough. But a couple of let's get some housekeeping out of the way. The first thing is is that we have a new website coming. So, trappinginc.com has always been our website. Yes, and it will continue to be our website. Uh, so www.trappinginc.com and the worst thing is it's it, it was designed in the time of when every uh, company had a website. Because our, our original website was. So now yeah. we've hired someone to do something a little differently, and we're quite excited about what they've got going for us. So that's a really positive thing. It's going to be a new look, yes. and it's going to be compatible to uh, to phones. It's yes. going to be compatible to, to tablets, to all, all uh, multimedia, that, that, that kind of stuff, which is great. It will be something that uh, we can keep up to date. So you're going to see a lot of uh, video bumps and stuff like mm -hmm. that go on there. Um, and it will give us a focus. Right now, our biggest problem with getting the word out is that there are so many different avenues. Like, do we do we uh, advertise the TV show? Do we advertise the YouTube? Do we advertise Amazon Prime? Do we advertise <laughs> Scuttlebutt? You know? Yes. Well, we have a lot going on, and it's yeah. hard to pick and choose. But one of the really cool things on this new website will be our new store. We're actually going to have two stores, okay? That's true. Uh, here's here's the deal. <laughs> uh, I try to do these simple things, you know, as guys, we're, we're problem solvers, right? We're always out there uh, solving all the problems. And, well, the bigger problem we always had was was shipping on our yes. uh, for our, our products and that. And you know, we would charge $10 for a hoodie mm -hmm. and it would cost us 20 to $30 to ship it. <laughs> I know. And so that was, yeah. a, that was a big problem. We were, we were, you know, like losing money. Like seriously, by the time I, I drove the, the 10 miles over to this, to, to the post office to, to mail stuff, we were losing money on it. So we're going to have a new website, a, like an intelligent website um, app right on our website and it's going to be the same stuff we've carried uh it's a limited run of uh, of stuff because if you know every time you have all that physical like stock, hoodies yeah and such yeah the, but the physical stock costs a lot of money and to, oh, yes. to keep it in, in the shipping but what it's going to have is it's going to when you put in your address it's going to tell you the exact cost for shipping yes so we'll probably lose some sales <laughs> But Gee, isn't this a great <laughs> promo? Way to go. Well, what else can I do? What else can I well, do? Well, what else we can do is is another avenue for our store sales, and that's called Tea Public. Yeah. And so that's going to have, um, it's going to be better for a lot of our U.S. viewers and yes. people that want to be involved with our merchandise in the U.S. And... Also, it's got some some unique products in that store that we are just not able to carry <laughs> here. Um, it's, a our... it's a fulfillment house. So yeah. when the order comes in, they fulfill it. And so there's everything. There, there are T-shirts there. We, you yes. know, like we're back into T-shirts. There's hoodies. There's uh, mugs. There's stickers. There's, and uh, masks yeah, for, for everyone who's excited about masks. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> COVID masks. I couldn't believe that. But they all have our logo on, and there's some funny stuff there, too. Oh, like, yeah. There's T-shirts yeah. with Madagascar hot on them and pizza money and 
and bears are dicks. <laughs> yeah. no, we have to be careful about that. That's part of the reason that we moved to locals is so that we can we can talk about bears being dicks and not get censored. <laughs> so if th- this is up and going right now, and it's at www.tpublic, so T-E-E, T-E-E, <laughs> public. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Yeah, dot com forward slash stores forward slash trapping dash ink dash TV. That's a mouthful. Oh, yeah, it is. Not, it's not simple. Well. No, no, <laughs> but, but you also. You can get there from our new website. I was just, gonna, yeah, from the <laughs> new website, but also on trapping ink um, Facebook page, I believe there is a link yeah. to T Public as well. So. Yeah. If you're not a member of uh, Trapping Inc. group, then uh, please put your put your application in. It we we screen our our applicants for membership because we uh, over the last couple of weeks, three four weeks, I guess it is, we've had several. Um, I'm and I'm, I would hesitate to call them aunties, but there's been a, a few people that are obviously not looking for our site, but, you know, that's why we, we ask people to to um, sign in, <laughs> I guess. Well, it's funny, though, you bring that up. That brings up something that just popped into my head, was we put up a video, and it's not our video. It's somebody's security camp video, and I believe it's from Russia. But of it looks like a Karelian bear dog. Okay, so it's a pretty substantial sized bear dog and a wolf comes in. Well, the dog is at a disadvantage because it's on a, a chain for yeah. one thing. But the wolf, just a single wolf, uh, you know, it sneaks in and it's wagging its tail and everything. And the, and the, and the, the bear dog is, is wagging its tail and the next thing the wolf gets a hold of it. He literally, and I'm not going to go too far into this, but literally tears most of the hide off of its head and everything before he manages to kill it. Then breaks, its, breaks the chain it's on pulling and drags it off. Well, the people that were mad at me, that called me names, that called into, you know, that I, myself, my family, my, my ancestors should all be put in the grave <laughs> for putting this up. And it's like, this is nature. What do you think a wolf does? Well, not only is this nature, but it is a closed group. And, um, you know... If you don't like to see nature and you don't like to know what happens out in the wild or with a wild animal, don't watch, I guess. But that's just it. You see, I mean, it was an emotional thing because it's a dog, right? Yes. And we all love our dogs. God knows. We've got two two big pets laying down here on the floor watching us, wondering what we're doing again. <laughs> and so, I mean, I understand the emotion of it, but uh, there is no emotion in the wild. And people don't understand that part, that there's no emotion out there. A wolf, his whole life is, is more, more regimented than your checkbook. You know, you have you know, so many dollars go in, so many dollars come out. That's the balance of your checkbook. Well, that's his balance in life is so much energy goes out, so much energy comes in. Yeah. And the minute an animal quits trying to escape, he quits using those teeth to try and kill it and starts using them to eat. Yeah. And... Well, you see evidence of it all the time. Every winter, there are videos that surface of of deer being eaten, eaten, eaten alive, and they're yeah. still alive. Yeah. And you know, nature is just one of those. <laughs> well, but 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 the, the part that that uh, a lot of people are having problems with now is is how many of these. Uh, uh, people have security cameras, you yes. know, doorbell cameras and all that kind of stuff. And they're seeing the coyotes attack pets. They're seeing wolves attack pets. <laughs> I mean, it's actually a kind of a golden moment for trappers. Well, um, I, I'll remember many years ago now, but uh, someone that we've known for a while, their, uh, one of their children was taking uh, a university course and was doing a a paper on trappers and they and they being they representing trappers representing the the um what do you want buffer or the, last I, line. yeah buffer i guess would be the the word between um urban dwellers and what happens in nature the and yeah. yeah and in the wild so i think that 
the advent of a lot of these doorbell cameras and and security cameras and so on it is a view of what nature is all about. Just because we didn't see it before didn't mean it wasn't happening. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just a in your face kind of moment. So. Yeah. yeah. But I was I was surprised at people who were members of a private trapping group. That, trapping that, group. Yeah, trapping group. <laughs> you know, I. They, they 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 were pretty pretty upset about it. They were uh, a, a, <laughs> it took me by surprise. <laughs> yeah, well, people do surprise us sometimes, but yeah, <laughs> that that is, you know, one of the best parts of of doing this this work is that people do surprise you. Not often on on the negative side, but sometimes mostly on the positive side. Yeah, well, I, and that, to talk about uh, the tea public store. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed at the n- number of T-shirts we sell. Yes, you know, because in the north we all, we all buy hoodies. Well, I do. <laughs> I'm always but, cold. But there's folks down in the south that all want T-shirts. Well, we on our community, we've got a couple of folks from Alabama, and they've been recently bragging a lot about it being 80 degrees, and they're going to check their coyote traps and T-shirts. And I said we couldn't be friends anymore. <laughs> 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 All tongue in cheek, obviously, but we've we've had some brutal weather up here, and just even today, on our way home from the cabin and and checking things on the line, uh, it was a a bit of a. It was a really pay attention kind of day because it was uh, it was windy uh, and blowing snow, and it was and not just a little bit of snow. No, and it was and it was one of those really really gray days where everything's flat. There's no contrast, and it's like. You really had to pay attention to see where the road was. Yeah. You know, it was uh, not a comfortable thing. And then, then of course, you got a wind going and, and you're pulling a big trailer. And, and you're meeting traffic and yeah. we met a plow and, that you know. That was something. <laughs> this, is, this is something I don't know how many of you folks will, will identify with. But here snow plows go whenever they need to plow. So, but invariably when it snows, you've got a wind. But it doesn't matter to the snow plow. So what happened today is we're going like this and he's coming towards us. And the wind's coming like this. It's co- it, it's coming across. So everything that he puts into the air, the million tons of snow he puts in the air, gets blown right in front of the truck. Yeah. And literally, we were whiting out. We whited right out. And so I just started to wander a little bit to the right because I don't want to wander out in case there's a traffic right behind him that I can't see. But I up here, we have rumble strips when you get across the, the white line onto the shoulder. And so I'm feeling for a rumble strip. But I mean, it's and I can't <laughs> stop either. Because you don't know that somebody's not right behind you, you know, and they're as blind as you are. So it's one of those uncomfortable situations. Yeah, one of those <laughs> exciting trips home. Anyway, we all made it home in one piece and got lots done when we got here. And now here we sit and we're going to do, tell everybody about what's been going on out well, there. So we've had, we've had a busy couple of months. We are right into season seven. Like this is what we're filming right now is season seven. Yes. Uh, there's a... Do you want to tell them, you're the instigator on all of this, of the new feature that's going to be in season seven? <laughs> well, I um, I snuck a camera out, uh, uh, one of our old video cameras, um, still works, but I, now we're going to have a rumble here right beside me. Um, I snuck a video camera out and I just decided that I thought I could find a good spot to uh, put a kitty pen. Well, what happens is is in December usually there's enough snow I can I can go all the way yeah. down south and I make over a hundred and some kilometers on the on the loop so I get out a snowmobile. She doesn't like getting on a snowmobile because it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the snowmobile, but I and we have two snowmobiles, but I can't keep up with them and I get cold, and I don't like it. So I thought that this year because we have had. A pen um, and a box and, you know, set up years ago, just not on, very far from the cabin. Yeah, so on the lake, right? On, on, on the lake, right, yeah, yeah, just off the lake. So I dug out my snowshoes, which I was using anyway back in December, and um, I decided I would just trek down, down the lake and see what I could see. So I found this just completely by accident. I, it was a kitty poop. It, there was kitty poop in the pen. Well, so. I mean, you're most of uh, alongside of on that side of the lake yeah. is all low willows. So yes. when you have a clump of of larger spruce, like larger evergreen, and it, 
and that it becomes a, uh, you know, it's a very uh, uh, obvious feature and, yeah. and it attracts attention. Mostly because whenever, if you have evergreens too, you probably have a squirrel or two there, yeah. which, you know, a cat or a fisher or a martin or whatever is always going to go looking for, for, for food. And then when you, but when you walked in there, there was actually a, a little bit of a game trail. Yeah, there was a game trail that I followed in <laughs> and I found what I thought would be a really good spot just from all of the stuff that we've done over the years. And, and it was a, you know, I mean, lots of the stuff that we set up isn't that far off of a trail. But anyway, this is a little ways off of the lake, but, but it turned out to be a perfect spot. And when I, when I started kind of sweeping and housekeeping and, you know, some of the things that help cats um, be attracted out of curiosity when things are different is sweeping a little bit of the snow away here was some cat poop right there. It was just so <laughs> unusual. That's cool. And that, it was what, sort of a meant to be kind of a thing, right? From a pro tapper, pro tapper tip here. Oh. That's, <laughs> that's what we call a sign. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm getting educated. It's all good. Anyway, um, that's been, that was kind of fun. And uh, so, and then there's a, there's another clump of trees that's just a little bit, closer also with a lot of the same features but we had hung a box there some years ago and it was one of the original boxes because it's one of those really long ones and it has a compartment yeah it's a little easier for moi to bait it so um anyway um i hung a 160 in there you stole a little bit of bait and some lure stealing (laughs) such an ugly word I found it in the, in the in the shed. So anyway, well, and it wasn't until I come back from from one of my long hauls, and and <laughs> I go to hang that I had a couple cats and or did I have just one cat with me. I think you had one cat, and you were all excited because I think you had a Martin and a Fisher, or so. I don't remember what all yeah, you yeah. had. I only remember what I had, and I had. <laughs> A nice little cat. It wasn't yeah. very old, and and I'd caught it. Um, this is back in in January, obviously. So anyway, we we uh, it was warm, and I it hadn't been dead very long. It was soft, and I just kind of <laughs> flung so, it over my shoulders and walked back with it. <laughs> hung it up on the outside of the cabin. And she filmed all this, <laughs> which is the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought if I was going to do it, I might as well get it on film, even if it was rough or whatever. And you, you'll see some rough stuff in there for sure. But anyway, there was no retakes because I was exhausted by the time we were done. <laughs> I, I go to hang my cat up on the wall of the, of the fur shed. There's a spare cat there. It's like, well, where'd that come from? You'd you'd manage to sneak that one all in on me, but then the next day I had a very unusual situation happen. We're on a big, well, a fairly good lake for where we're at. It's probably a mile wide and at seven, eight miles long, something like that. It's shallow, but it's yeah. quite a large body of water, really, for up there. I uh, walk out. From the the cabin to go take a look. It's it's uh, I don't know noonish or something like that. It was we were leaving that day, mm-hmm. so I just I walked down there for whatever reason. Halfway across the lake, here comes the lynx walking. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, in middle of the day, and halfway and, across well, the lake. And what was really unusual is that you don't usually go walk out there and just kind of look. No, across the lake, but. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> so funny because I, I walk out there and it's like, uh, yeah, there's a chair sitting out there. A chair? <laughs> that's, that's what he looked like. He looked exactly like a chair. <laughs> of course, that's perfectly normal in the middle of nature to be a chair in the middle of the lake. I go running back into the into the cabin. I grab the, the 17 Hornet. No, 22 Hornet. 22 Hornets was the one I've got out there. Yeah. Grab the 22 Hornet and Bob, your uncle had it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, for all the years on that trap line, this is what, our eighth? This is our eighth, eighth year, yeah. Eighth year trapping on that trap line. That makes exactly one cat I've ever shot. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, very unusual. So that, I mean, it's been a, a year of unusual events, I guess, in many ways. 
We I had a I had a kind of exciting there with the here's here's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look bad in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> in this I, one situation. I get I get way down over in the southwest and something breaks on the snowmobile. I'm I'm driving. It's oh a, yes, and that was a fun text to get. Hey, can you walk back out to the truck and <laughs> and and drive down to you know where we park? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, what's happened? And then he goes radio silent, and so now I'm kind of freaking out. Well, I'm in one of those places where you kind of got to climb a tree and then jump in the air and text while you're jumping and, and, and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I'm in a really bad, really bad spot for, for coverage. But I was, it was the Skidoo Scandic that I had, and they have what's called a pogo, pogo stick suspension. And in this, these vertical towers of the suspension, there's these... They look, they're, they're just a ring with a, with a hole in it that, that, that your uh, tie rod goes into, right? And that's what makes your skis turn, locks into, into the uh, sleeve of the ski and, and makes it turn. One of them breaks. I'm, I'm driving along and I go like this and the, and the snowmobile just keeps going like that into, and into the trees and I can't make it turn. And what, what's happened is, is the, this uh, has broke, the ski has collapsed and of course then there's no steering whatsoever. Actually it was the other way, it went, it went to the left on me. And so I tear everything apart uh, I send you a text. I get. I managed to get a, a uh, enough coverage to, to send you a text and say, you know, can you go do that? But here's where I look really bad. Two days before when we parked there, I forgot to put the the ramp up back up on the trailer because it's just so easy when I come back out. And we do. We have a really heavy spring on it, and there's no way well, that, I can lift that thing. That that it gets covered in ice and snow, and 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 it weighs hundreds of pounds more than it should because of being on the road. But anyway, so she's headed out there trying to figure figure out what to do. And, and I'd forgot all about the ramp being down and everything. I've got everything tore apart and, and it, those those silly skidoos, there's like 52 pieces that you got to, is origami or Jenga or whatever <laughs> that comes apart to, to look under that hood. So I figure out what, what's broke and there's nothing I can do about it there. So I have some three-foot rebar or four-foot, 40-inch rebar, whatever, that I use. I'll, I'll drive into the into the ground and I'll just hang a, a, a link snare off her, right? Mm-hmm. So I I take and, and get that up in front across the skis. I get it braced. I get it wired into place. And, oh, I turn and, oh, that works good. That works good. But the problem is those skis don't just, they're not a flat turn. They also rotate on an angle. Uh-huh. So I only got about three degrees of turn. <laughs> <laughs> so I unhooked the, unhook the top, uh, the uh, uh, skimmer out back, and I do a, like a 47-point turnaround <laughs> to get turned around. And, and it was about 12 <laughs> kilometers back to the nearest road. Yeah. And once I got there, then I, then I had all these, these messages from you. And I was like, because I, I, I could finally get uh, a clear shot at the, at the tower there. And. And I says, no, no, everything's good. Everything's good. I, I, I said, don't, don't worry about it. I'll, I, I'm, I'm doing okay right now. I'll, I'll just keep coming. Cause, and I think I had about 30 kilometers to go. Yeah. Something like that. But I'm now I'm on the road. And so I'm just going along. And, and you know how your mind wanders and you're doing 30 kilometers. You're <laughs> at 20, you're doing 20 kilometers an hour and you speed it up. But about 25, it starts getting a death wobble. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a serious death wobble back and forth. And it's like, whoa. Everything's good. I make it, and, I, and literally, I got, I got to turn this corner on, off of the main road onto a, a well site road down where we unload. And from there, it's like two kilometers to, to, to where we unload. I turn turn this corner, and I guess it's, I don't know whether it's from my death wobbling or pushing a little hard or whatever. As I turn that corner, and I am honest to God, not doing 10 kilometers an hour. I mean, I am, you know, six miles an hour. I'm just slow. And that collapses again. The my, my, my repair, the, the wire I that I tightened on there breaks, it collapses, that ski folds back like that. This snowmobile is doing ten kilometers an hour and then it's on top of it is right upside down. I I bail off. <laughs> <laughs> I bail off and I'm really good at the launch. I'm not so good at sticking the landing. <laughs> I landed hard on my butt. But I have a picture of this. You you have never seen a snowmobile bounced on top of it, the uh, the box on the back and the, and the handlebars so perfectly. It looks like a dog laying there wanting its belly to be scratched. <laughs> so. Yeah. Homie's tractor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So 
I jump up. And, I mean, it's uh, 645 pounds dry. And it's right upside down. And, and it's over on the ditch, uh, you know, over the curve of the road on the ditch. And, of course, you got a big snowplow ridge there, so it's wedged into there, right? Well, i got to get it back up uh, Good over. Good times. <laughs> and I know that she's just a couple kilometers away, and I and I text her and say, everything's good, just got to make a couple adjustments. And, <laughs> and then I jump over there and, and, and go to flip it back over. Well, I think I hurt myself more doing that because, I mean, it's 600 and some pounds. But I'm so worried that you're going to come around the corner and, and find me laid out on the, on the, <laughs> on the road in the snowmobile upside down. I, I'm going to die at that point. Might freak out. <laughs> you never know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that happened back in January. That I was guess. in January. Yeah. yeah, it was, and thank goodness it was fairly mild weather too, right? So, oh, we got it fixed, and you know, it's the way way it goes. I mean, that stuff. It's, um, I'm told the part that I broke is very common to break on them, but it's never broken before. No, and it's got fourteen thousand kilometers on it. So yeah, I had well, them replace the other part, <laughs> the one on the other side that was identical because it was taking all the strain off, yeah. <laughs> even the, the Makes rollover. Some sense. <laughs> We've had an interesting year of catches, though. I mean, the the links have been pretty good. We didn't get started with links until late, though. Very late, and I at think that, it was we... uh, only about a week or so before Christmas, and and yep. our season starts on December first. So, we um, that. We didn't get as many links this year um, as we have in the past. But. We ended up with uh, with seventeen. One of them got eight by coyotes. Yeah, um, I but, picked up two. <laughs> yeah, I know you got two. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. all about the snares this year. Yeah, it was all about the snares, and it was all about the uh, the kitty cream, the kitty gut cream. Yeah, only two, only two came in the bait stations. You know, every year is a little bit different, and whatever it is that turns them on one way or the other, you never know. So that's why you have to have both. I think I, I think I figured this out. Oh, I think I figured this out because I was, I think I was kind of stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm being honest here. I'm being, I'm burying my soul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're always in such a rush, right? And so I would, you know, when I go in, I and I close up my. Uh, my snare pen. I just hang the snare there, and everything. It's all everything's already. And I would leave that bait stick, and then we, we would laugh about it the next next October or whenever the first snow would happen, because the kitties would go into the pens and they would chew on those bait sticks and they would rub on them and, and that kind of stuff. And and as the years went on, I was getting less response to my bait, my lure. And I just got thinking about it last year when I folded it all up, and I thought, you know. They, if if this is attracting them when we can still see see sign in the in the snow in in October November, then they're coming to it all year. And this is a curiosity lure. Yeah. So you don't want that cat to not be curious about it. You know yeah. when he when he does smell it. So I pulled them all out last year, and this year it was just it was red yeah. hot again. Yeah. You know, like it, it got well, and that uh, and my kitty poop pen, as we began to call it. Um, of course, there was nothing there either so that's no. why we caught those two there so but there was, was cool. the, it took 15 of the 17 cats on the yep. on, on that lure so absolutely and you caught a really big fisher this year biggest one ever that i've ever caught yeah a little over like 16 pounds two ounces wow and that, that that's huge but it was year for big fisher yeah like uh and we caught them quick this year, like when the season started in November, we we had quite a run on Fisher. And we had we had like big, uh, you know, three three big adult males within a mile. Yeah, there's and three three pens, and there's like like at zero and half mile and one mile, and you know, like this the, this one caught a big one right at the beginning of the mm -hmm. season, uh, then this one and then this one, yeah. So yeah. like I mean, but but I mean, and they were all adults. And it was all very close together. So it yeah. was it was. Uh, it was pretty interesting to for, have the big males back again because you know the last couple of years has been a lot of females. Yes. Yeah, and this year it was it was back to the males. I don't know what what that's all about. I, I wish don't know I did. either. But we didn't get as many martin this year, either. Like we got lots of fisher, but not as many martin. No, but <laughs> then we did have, um, we had something in a trap. We had a cat that started shopping on the line. Yeah. Over in the southwest. And you don't mind when you go up there and and you see when they've ate a squirrel out of your trap. That doesn't bother you. Yeah. You know, that's, the, that, that's nothing. 
but they get in the habit of shopping. And so this one, he, he shopped and he got a squirrel out of that first box, right? Yeah. And he would go back to it all the time. And then he, he, he uh, later in the year, we had something in that one box on that old rotted, that big old stump yep. down over in the, in that dip there. Yeah. And I don't know what it was, but it was just that misfortune that he pulled on a long enough and he pulled the nail right out of that tree and he took <laughs> off with the trap. <laughs> so he got the trap and the... And whatever was in it. Yeah. And and I yeah. followed him in the snow and that as much as he could, but he never stopped with it. Never had a cat pack anything ever before. Yeah. That's that, unusual. That was really weird. But there wasn't any other tracks near there. No. You know, it wasn't like it was a coyote or a wolf or something. So then he came back in January and he ate a martin. And he, he ate a he ate a martin at the, on uh, on one of the boxes. So I took the, what was left of the martin and I built a pen, and I put in you know of course my lure and that. But down like literally right across the the trail from where he'd stolen the the trap and everything, I built this pen. And the last the the very last cat that I picked up was was in that pen, <laughs> and uh, it was a it was a big cat. It's a big you know like and that had been a big track. So that was. That was pretty cool. That was. It was so cold, though. Oh yeah. It was Forty below. He was frozen, and 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 you'd uh, you'd move him, and he'd sound. It would sound like rubbing wood together when when you know like him and yeah. and the, the uh, snow and that just because it's so cold. If you've never been out in that kind of cold, you just you can't begin to understand well, that. Well, we try and avoid it to yeah. be out in that kind of cold, but every now and then you get caught, kind of like we did on the weekend. It was supposed to be minus twenty. We got up and it was minus thirty. Well, yeah. surprise. Yeah, things was... don't start really good at minus 30 and and things break at minus 30 and you just yeah minus it's 40 one of the things that we avoid doing and that that happened to us you know there was a few weekends in February where we didn't get out because of the cold weather yeah and the septic was frozen well yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the joys of living in the country yeah. <laughs> on top of all of that but and then then and then the wind, and you've, you've certainly encountered that. I mean, you got a, uh, a new case or whatever for the, for the chainsaw, well, usually and I, it was I, good. I, I usually pack a little tiny chainsaw on the snowmobile because at that point we've, we've done all of our trails uh, with, with the Argo and we've cleaned everything up, yeah. but then we get all this big wind afterwards. And so now I've got this little tiny chainsaw with a 14 or 16 inch bar on it and it's not made for that stuff and, yeah. and you got to cut it from both sides on some of those trees you know that's that's how big they are it was it was uh there was a lot of work and i was out one night checking and the, and the trees were falling all around me and it was like oh this is creepy man <laughs> yeah i don't like that i'm not sure what that little note was about i don't know you wrote it it's in your handwriting i so. did yeah i did i thought maybe it might have jogged your memory no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I see here, I want, I want to talk about the new videos that we've got going up. Yes, very exciting stuff. You know, we've, uh, as we've said before, we're pulling back from YouTube. And we've had more, more, more go-arounds with them. We've had more appeals. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whether somebody is dropping a dime on us consistently or, or what's going on. but we're. I'm we're, sure it's all the fact checkers out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we've uh, so all I'm putting up on YouTube in most cases is I'll put up a, a promotional clip out of out of one of my uh, uh, of the videos I'm building and I, we did some really neat videos like I uh, a video on on how snares work yes and and when I talk about how a snare works here in Canada our snares are all lethal and so it shows how it how a snare kills it. Uh, it compresses the carotid arteries. Yeah, a lot of people think that it chokes no, an animal. Or it suffocates oh, it. Yeah. But it doesn't. It, it is no different than uh, MMA. You know, like UFC, the fighters. <laughs> yeah, well, they do sleeper holds. Yes, yeah, they do. And, and, and that's what they're doing is they're compressing those carotids and, and they're graying out and going down. So we've got a whole bunch more videos that have are going up on. Hey, Rich here. Sandy and I are pleased at the rapid growth of our exclusive community. Trapping Inc. at Locals.com. We created the community to connect more closely with our fans, friends, and supporters without the interference and censorship of social media companies. Because this community is subscriber exclusive, there is no censored photos, shadow banning, and deplatforming 
This happens on Twitter and Facebook. Trolls are non-existent, as not a one will spend a nickel and put their money where their mouth is to protest on a paid site. You know it. We are steadily moving all Trapping Inc. YouTube videos and podcasts as quickly as time and bandwidth allow. We're tickled and surprised to see how large of library we must move. As well, we are sharing articles on trapping and guns and shooting. Our new TV series, Married to the Hunt, videos are here too. Hours and hours of never before released to the internet, hunting and fishing from around the world. Trappinginc.locals.com will be the exclusive home of all Trapping Inc. content from the past and into the future. What else is there to do? Well, there's a forum for everyone to post pictures on and interact. You can message us directly on trappinginc.locals.com as well as interact with all the other subscribers. These are all people with common interests. Get in here. This whole venture is about taking the Trapping Inc. TV community to the next level, building a community of shared interest and interacting with all of our friends. Who knows where we can go from here? Just go to locals.com and sign up for a free account. Then search for Trapping Inc. and subscribe for $5 a month. That's it. Go to locals.com to open a free account and then subscribe for $5 a month to Trapping Inc. Help us spread the truth about a way of life and the responsible, ethical management of the wild resources. Trappinginc.locals.com. Now back to the show. That's, that's where it's all going now. We've got, uh, we're putting up our uh, Married to the Hunt. Yes. Oh, hey, that's a big deal too, isn't it? Well, I forgot I, about that. Well, it is a big deal, and I, I don't think that we found out how big a deal it was until about January, right? Well, we uh, we get in Canada. In in Canada, we get Nielsen ratings, and so uh, we got Nielsen ratings in no, uh, November. Yes. In November, uh, we were uh, number one and number two, and between the, between Trapping Inc. and Married to the Hunt, uh, there was like four hundred eighty three thousand people watched us in that month. Yeah. That, no, that's the month of October. Pardon me, because <laughs> that was the first month that. That uh, Married to the Hunt had, had ever aired. Yeah. And, and it, it bumped Trapping, Trapping Inc. Inc. out first, of first place. <laughs> first time Trapping Inc. had been bumped out of, play, out of first place in three years. Oh, we should be clear, though, that the Nielsen numbers are on Wild TV only. Oh, yeah, in only Canada. on Wild Yeah. yeah. Anybody, so, there, there are, there's no other, uh, no other uh, outdoor channel that has, has right. Nielsen numbers, so they can claim whatever. They don't have to prove it. I have a document to prove it. But. Yeah. And then, uh, then the next month in November, Number rocketed to six hundred and eighty-seven thousand or six hundred and eighty-three thousand. Yeah, you know, it well, was... lots of people trapped in their houses in November, I guess. So <laughs> it was good, good time so, to watch Trapping Inc. and so Married we, to the Hunt. Yeah, we've we, we, we've uh, been hugely popular. Mm-hmm. The numbers are there. We're still top of the game. And and we do need to talk a little bit more about locals too, because I think a lot of people in our in our podcast universe maybe haven't found us yet on locals and and to know what it is. Yeah. So it is a subscription. Um, service that gives you access to all kinds of articles, videos, um, cutting room floor videos. That's that's a new, that's That's a new new feature feature. we brought up, but so it's stuff that we have left over from other years, uh, videos and that, that that didn't get used. Now they're, now we're putting them up there. And a lot of, you know, the work that Rich has been doing with, you know, uh, the how to's on snaring and a few other things, a few other interesting tidbits. Oh, well, a really cool tip. Like, I mean, how I, when I turn my fur and how I turn it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just those, it's, it's like we talk so much about the muscle memory thing, mm-hmm. you know, like my hands do the, do those springs all the time without even thinking about it. I'm not paying any attention to what they're doing. And I had a, an automated uh, uh, function on a, on a tool and it used to be manual. And when it was manual, my, my hand did it with just by feel and, and by sound, the combination of that. But when it was automated, then I had to pay attention to what was going on. I let, I, so I got rid of it. It's back to manual. <laughs> but the same, same thing. So, like, I mean, I, I have for forever, you know, the way when I've turned my fur. Yeah. And, you know, because people ask, I say, well, it's dry. Well, that's not really what they're looking for. So yeah. I slowed it down and, and showed that. And then I have a, the silliest tool you've ever seen. You wait till you, till you watch the video and see it. But it works so well. Yep. You know, for, for everything from from uh, Fisher to, to Lynx and Bobcat to Wolves, Coyotes, it, it, it's fantastic. But that, that video is up there. The pull trigger for our weasel Yes, we had, we had lots and lots of interest in that. So 
that that's an interesting little tidbit piece there. And I I don't know. I mean, um, it seems that every everything you get now, whether it's Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, whatever, is um, is climbing. Oh, and Spotify. Now you know you can't get a lot of different podcasts unless you subscribe to po- to Spotify. So you know ours is pretty reasonable. At five dollars a month, and um, well, and you get lots of access to a lot of different content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Yeah, well, it's not going up on YouTube anymore. No, I'm, I mean they're going to they're going to shut me down. I know that's going to happen. But just to put it in, in into perspective, yeah, fifty uh, five dollars a, a month is sixty dollars a year, and a minute of edited video costs me one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Okay. So it's just just to put it, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining about about what what edited video costs cost me or anything. I'm just trying to put it in in perspective. Yeah, and I think it's important that, but it isn't just the video either. There's lots of really cool things and yep. some and some unique things that happen that we film that we just don't put out into into the YouTube universe anymore because we we've been dealing a lot with censors and. Then comes the, you know, then you have to appeal and then you have to appeal again in wow. some cases. And it just is, is an ongoing thing. So that takes up a lot of time that we could be doing other, other things. things. Locals.com is advertiser free. Yes. Like we're not putting, pushing ads in front of you. And I want to tell you something. <clears throat> That's how YouTube works is that you get a, a millionth of a percentile off of a penny or whatever for for an hour of, of, of YouTube or whatever. It's, it's, it's really, really little of what, what you end up getting. But they will demonetize one of my videos. Have a grandchild in it, yeah. gone. And yeah. they demonetize it. They still run videos. Uh, run advertising. Run, run advertising. Pardon me. Yeah, video ads. You have to watch it. And they get the money from it. But they punish me. By, by demonetizing By the not segment. giving me any, any so, of... Anyway, this is a uh, locals has become quite popular with a lot of um, a lot of different organizations out there. I guess yeah. you'd probably say, and uh, and it's, I guess it. You know, from our perspective, we we are just trying to appeal to our base, and that's where people will find us. Is yeah. there? Yeah, come yeah. Su- come support us. It, it'll only get bigger and better. Uh, yeah, well, it, every week you've got several things going up. Hey, folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here. And we all have our idea of the perfect morning. You know what I'm talking about. For me, the perfect morning starts with the aroma and flavor of freshly brewed Old Smokes coffee. Studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity. No kidding. Well, that's certainly no secret to me. I can barely talk before that first cup. <laughs> just ask Sandy. I'm a dark roast man, and Old Smoke's Coffee's darkest roast, Stout Maple, is what gets my day in gear. Extra dark, it's strong, aromatic, and smooth. Gets me revved up for whatever that day throws at me. Old Smoke's roasts their coffee over wood fires, the old-fashioned way. Wood roasting takes more time, much longer than modern hot air roasting. Slow roasting over wood takes the bitter out of the bean and imparts a heavenly taste and aroma from the wood smoke. Old Smoke's makes a roast perfect for each person. There are five roasts, from light to extra dark, each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor. Did you know the darker the roast, the lower the caffeine content? It's true. Caffeine is a volatile oil that evaporates with roasting. The lightest roast has the most caffeine, and the darkest roasts have the most flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH. That's R-I-C-H. And get 10% off your entire order. Pretty simple. Just go to www.olsmokescoffee.com. That's O-L-E smokescoffee.com. And use the promo code RICH. That is promo code RICH for 10% off your entire order. And now let's get to today's show. Yeah. Oh, and I mean the articles that nobody's, no, nobody else has, has, has ever seen, you know. Yes. And there, there's just so many, so much uh, stuff that that. Like the cutting room floor and, you know, yeah. some of that stuff from 2014 to 2015. That was pretty cool. Yeah, well, yeah. we've we've got it's, some really interesting stuff up there. And it's just a, a little glimpse of our life on the trap line and what goes on at the cabin sometimes. And, 
you know, we spend a lot of time up there during the year, even when we're not trapping season, because there's always something to do. Plus, we really love being out there, so Oh, you're so, so relaxed out there. Yeah. And then you wanted to show a little bit about this Oh, well, here's another. Snare. Yeah, the visual. Right? Yeah. The visual part here. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that are just simply um, listening, you'll have to... <laughs> You'll have to look at it in a I have, different I have way. The, I have this video, and this one I did put up in entirety on um, on YouTube. And it is it is a new snare for coyotes, and it's called Lights Out Snaring. And it, what he's done is is he's taken all of the components that were always in snares, and he's put it all into a system. That's part of the thing that I like so much about the, uh, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the of the RAM. Uh, and the, because the RAM is one system and, and it's just a matter of, you know, you hardly even have to slow down walking beside of a trail to set a RAM. Well, this, what, what he's done here is he's taken and, and uh, taken the snare and it's a lot like what I did with my, with my Lynx snare is that it is a predetermined size, okay? And then he has this really neat, neat way of mounting it. This is just number nine wire that he runs through a die and you just take and thread it on. Just like that. You can see? And it goes through that coil, you know, that corkscrew coil, and, and you see how well it, it becomes su supported. It has a gigantic uh, spring. This spring stretches out to four inches worth of spread and 75 pounds worth of, of pressure. He's got a, uh, a unique uh, both the cable on it is, is anodized, okay? Black anodized. Now, whether color is important to you or not, I don't think it is important, but the fact that it's anodized and anodization is put on, uh, it's a, through electrolysis. It's, uh, they, they put it on with, with electricity and, and a chemical. But that means that there's no, uh, there, there's no oil on it. There's no, no reason to, to have to boil them. And they're, you know, they're black, they have a finish. Um, the spring uh, is uh, the trigger on the spring is actually mounted from one arm and triggers off the other side, so it's not mounted on the cable. Gives you a, a, a very positive 26 and a half pounds worth of, of, of uh, let off. The lock is cool, it's a kefir lock and it goes down. Okay, I'll get rid of this. There's my support, there's, there's everything else. Here is a fired off spring, and this literally. I cut off of uh, off the coyote, and and you could see that this spring went here, so it was it was actually not all the way even extended because what happens is when they they pull down, and all of our snares in Canada are lethal. Okay, so this is lethal. So what happens is when when they pull down, you can see that what what happens here is is the kefir lock itself goes down down so far, and then it puts a kink in the cable. So now that's a stop. That is a dead stop lock. You, you, it can't be loosened off. And they pull a little bit harder, produce that 26 and a half pounds worth of pressure. This fires off on the other side. And look at how far that this got compressed down. A coyote's neck was in there, okay? It was compressed down. I think across here it was, it's like an inch and a half and the other way is two and a quarter inches. So, I mean, that is, is uh, really good for doing, you know, occluding those, those veins that we were talking about in the, in the other, uh, uh, conversation, conversation we here, the vid video, uh, that, that I made, it showed the, the occlusion and, the, and that kind of stuff. Uh, really cool system. I've been running it on one of my coyote baits. I got power rams on the other, other coyote bait. It's been working. I've got some, uh, he's got some wolf ones out and, and I've got them out too on the trap line, but do you think my wolves could find my bait? No. <laughs> 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 That's just the way it happens. There's a couple of um, of uh, uh, groups of of wolves that come around a couple of times a year, but you you can't set a watch by them and you cannot set a trail by them. They just do whatever they want. Oh, this year they they were right in the middle of the tamarack muskeg in the dead center of the of the trap line where I've never seen them in eight years. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so packs come, packs go. You never know what happens and why and why they make the choices they do. I think we should wrap this up, but I really want to encourage you folks to check out Hey Rich here. Sandy and I are pleased at the rapid growth of our exclusive community 
trappinginc at locals.com. We created the community to connect more closely with our fans, friends, and supporters without the interference and censorship of social media companies. Because this community is subscriber exclusive, there is no censored photos, shadow banning, and deplatforming as happens on Twitter and Facebook. Trolls are non-existent, as not a one will spend a nickel and put their money where their mouth is to protest on a paid site. You know it. We are steadily moving all Trapping Inc. YouTube videos and podcasts as quickly as time and bandwidth allow. We're tickled and surprised to see how large of library we must move. As well, we are sharing articles on trapping and guns and shooting. Our new TV series, Married to the Hunt, videos are here too. Hours and hours of never-before-released to the internet hunting and fishing from around the world. Trappinginc.locals.com will be the exclusive home of all Trapping Inc. content from the past and into the future. What else is there to do? Well, there's a forum for everyone to post pictures on and interact. You can message us directly on trappinginc.locals.com as well as interact with all the other subscribers. These are all people with common interests. Get in here. This whole venture is about taking the Trapping Inc. TV community to the next level, building a community of shared interest and interacting with all of our friends. Who knows where we can go from here? Just go to locals.com and sign up for a free account. Then search for Trapping Inc. and subscribe for $5 a month. That's it. Go to locals.com to open a free account and then subscribe for $5 a month to Trapping Inc. Help us spread the truth about a way of life and the responsible, ethical management of the wild resources. Trappinginc.locals.com. Now back to the show. Joe, the best way to find us is HTTPS colon two forward slashes and then Trapping Inc dot locals dot com exactly and uh, again on our uh, trapping inc facebook page you'll find a link there or off of uh, trapping inc dot com just or our off of just our, 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 our website yeah. and that's that's going to be big but check it out whole bunch more videos up there nice community we've got going lots of people to talk to uh, some of the people there I mean they trap hogs that's cool yeah they're, they're, two of them are, are in Alabama right now I think they're trapping in t shirts. Yeah, I know. They told us that. I said we couldn't be friends. And there's a lot more women that are joining the group, which is really, really cool to see. So we really encourage families and couples and whoever wants to be there, they'll be there because uh, we, we always get something out of having you there. I hope you've enjoyed us uh, blathering on here about what's been going on last couple, <laughs> last month or so. And uh, maybe we can do this a little sooner. Again. Yeah, we maybe won't wait two months. <laughs> <laughs> you take care. We'll see you down the line.